following is KPB MediaWorks production. Choose your fighter. Welcome to another episode of KPB Cast, guys. I'm really happy to be joined by a man who a lot of people in the community should know, especially in the NRS community. I'm talking to Scott Naylor. You know him as Storms. He's the former head honcho over at Test Your Might. Storms, how are you? Yeah, man. How you doing? Um, uh, first of all, thanks for uh, reaching out about this. And I apologize about the wait. But yes, uh, thank you. No, it's okay, man. It's perfectly fine. I know we're all busy, uh, especially uh, with what's going on in the world. And I know you're a father first. I see you're always uh, putting up Fortnite with your kids. So that's freaking awesome in my book. But uh, guys, before we go on, just to let you know, the podcast is available in all the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, iHeart, all that other random stuff. And I also want to thank Acquire Apparel and Saltamia Art for being uh, sponsors for the show. And with that, man, let's get into this uh, this interview. And yes, you know, it's uh, taken us a while to actually connect. Again, here we are, and you're one of the guys I've been meaning to talk to for quite a while. You know, give us a little background about yourself. You know, how long have you been gaming? Around what era was it that you grew up? Did you grow up during the arcade era? You know, g- give us a little background about yourself. It was, uh, I mean, the, it's funny you mentioned the arcades because where I lived, I was lived in, whether you want to call it the boondicks, the stocks, um, <laughs> boondocks, not boondicks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I oh, um, man, this, this already <laughs> started <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, but like, um, just out in like wooded area in like a southeastern PA location and until I was like 15. So when you mentioned like arcades and stuff and even like when I first started playing, like for whatever reason, the first thought that comes to mind is like I never had like a Sega Genesis. You know, I always had like <laughs> the, the super the Super Nintendo. But as far as the arcades go, no, I, I wasn't like the, the, the kid that was, you know, in, in the arcades, you know, going after Mortal Kombat because I, I hardly ever got a chance to go to the arcades when I was when I was little. There was actually a, an arcade at like a Kmart kind of close to the house that I like begged my mom to take me back to. It was like a fighting game, but it was it was like one of those walkthrough games. But that was like the gist of my like, you know, arcade uh, experience there. But as far as Mortal Kombat goes... You know, my I guess my earliest memory is on the Game Boy, and I had I think the first Mortal Kombat with your your two buttons on the Game Boy and like you know it's black and white and that little one and a half inch screen. (laughs) I forget how big it is, but like it was very small, and uh, I was very happy for like the first time I randomly got Scorpion to throw the spear. And never really got a fatality off or anything like that, but uh, um, that as far as like the 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 early um, the early times, I was I was never super like good at the games. It was just they were they were just fun, and then I just you know over the years just got into the community. I, I think that's I guess the the beginning. Let's dissect a few of the things you just said, man. So sure, <laughs> you said. When you think of your childhood, you just think you never had a Sega Genesis. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because the blood, like the you know, that's was, right. 
Yeah, and plus, like, I was just attracted to like the the black console. It just it was like I guess it was something that you didn't have that you wanted. And with like Super Mario, or, oh my god, Super Nin Super Nintendo, you just saw like a more kiddie game, and you just saw Super Mario like right away. It, it was like it was kind of like the the kiddie version of it, and that was actually the games that you know we played. And actually, I would love to actually watch my sister play like Super Mario Brothers, just because she was really good at. It. I was just like watch her. But as far as like the Mortal Kombat games go, I was like I knew the real deal was on like Genesis. Right. And we never got one. No, because um, instead of blood, they were, like, like, spewing out green slime or something. Maybe they got it from Nickelodeon yeah, I mean, at the time. If it, if it was even that. I mean, it was a good system, but that elusive, like, Sega Genesis that I wanted, it was just, like, maybe once I had it, it wouldn't be as, as special. But, yeah, the Genesis, man, that was that's kind of where it was. Like, they had a really cool, like, almost looked like a Bat-style controller and everything. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, Batman, that movie came out, and it's like, holy shit, this is the closest thing to Batman, and this is going to be freaking <laughs> awesome, right? <laughs> Am I right or wrong? <laughs> no, no, absolutely, yeah. And uh, let's uh, talk about something else, because one of the only other guys I ever had on this podcast who sort of grew up in the arcade era, he had more access than you. I mean, you said it yourself. You you lived in the Boom Dicks, as you said, or Boom Dicks. <laughs> you know, he, he did say that, guys. Was there any jealousy from you saying thinking it's like man i'm all the way out here i mean th did you know how big the arcade scene was i mean I, I, did you get any video game magazines where it went into a lot of like detail of like oh this is awesome this is happening in new york city this is happening in philly and unfortunately oh, for you where you were you really didn't have much access to any no and i, I don't want to put not to like age myself or us or anything like that but like you have to just comprehend that you know back then there was you know i did not have internet at my house i don't even know if it existed at the time and yeah no internet like of course there was no phones at that time nothing i had like a for a while there i had this big like huge like sony old school tv until we finally upgraded it at my house but no, as far as all that stuff goes, like you're right on the magazines. Um, I, I don't even recall how I would get them, but between like, I remember reading some Thrasher magazines and, you know, other magazines I would just look through. So I, I would listen to the pretty much like the, the main thing I would do in my room is that I would like, I remember playing like Nintendo 64 and some wrestling games and listening to music and reading magazines. Otherwise, like my, my, I just thought my room was boring as hell because again, it was just a, uh, it was very limited. It was very limited. But as far as the outside scene, no. And I mean, I didn't know how much I was missing, but like, where, just where I lived, you know, it was just it was very. Uh, to my my parents had divorced at like when I was or separated when I was like sixteen, and it actually made me right happy in the fact that like you know I was getting out with my mom and my sister, and we we were moving to. A more rural area like actually people around they would actually see someone if you walked out the door and, like hey look there's actual people out here yeah i know seriously like because where i used to live it, it would be a journey to ride our bike or walk it was just a couple miles it wasn't very far but as a kid it was like oh my god this is taking forever it's like two of rudders and like once we got there i was like oh shit and we gotta go the whole way back but no it was it was uh didn't didn't have access or didn't know about any of that stuff really growing up so now it was, it was it was it was fairly limited well you said it yourself man um your parents divorced you went with your mom and your uh and your sister 
you're 16 years old, you're moving to a rural area where you went. Did you manage to uh, get a little bit more exposure to the scene or even local machines with like the local locals basically playing Street Fighter, playing Mortal Kombat? Did your eyes happen to open up a lot more to what video gaming was in the arcade scene or did you just mainly stick to home, you know, with the Super Nintendo? You know, like you said, you played games sometimes with your sister. Give us an idea how it, how it went from you from going to like wood filled areas to basically a rural area. You know, when that happened, you know, the games were like the least, the last thing on my mind because you had to figure, like, at, at that point, I really did not have any friends. I didn't have. Yeah, you know what? And um, you're absolutely right. Crazy. I should have worded that better, you know, because yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I could, yeah. I could imagine fine. video games was the last thing on your mind. It's like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I had, uh, you know, an interesting childhood, some 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 challenges and whatnot, and I did yeah. Just as far as like friends go, like I I had one friend that would eventually move into the area, but otherwise it was quite isolated. Not didn't really have um, you know, really wasn't sure where the hell my place was. So when when we fi- finally got out, you know, I eventually got got a part time job at a nearby store, and you know, picked up some friends, and really when. Probably one of like the, the first things that I really landed on that started leading me in that direction of, you know, toward getting back into Mortal Kombat and back into the games was actually stumbling upon um, the group, the band AFI through oh, wow. um, school. Um, it was actually um, a school that, like, you know, you would go into the school and you'd be in the lobby until the bell rang and you go to class. Yeah. So Dude, I would, no, I don't know, think nobody knows how schools work these days. Right, right. So yeah, I was, I was in like the lobby, just kind of by myself, and just kind of you know, didn't really, again, didn't really know a whole lot of people. And this, this kid, oh my god, his first name slipped my mind, but you know, I think it was, I think his name was Eric. But anyway, like we knew each other, but it wasn't like we were like you know, hey, let's hang out. We were just knew each other, and he was friendly with me. He was a nice guy. He's like, dude, you gotta listen to this. So he gave me his like his like you know the portable CD player and the headphones and like it was actually AFI's Art of Drowning, and I just instantly just fell in love. So like right. that was kind of like it was finally I had something to grasp on, something like that was like mine that I like I found kind of on my own and attached myself to it. But and that even between through like the separation, if I would go to my my dad's for a little bit or vice versa, like I didn't give a shit like what clothes I had. I wanted all my AFI CDs. Like that's, that's <laughs> it was it was such a. Anyway, it was your love, you know. It's the, the thing that uh, made you ease your mind, you know, off of everything that was going on. It really, it really did. Yeah, it really, it really did. It really did. But so yeah, how did? Uh, as, um, I'm sorry, you said that uh, you know, listening to that band helped you ease back into gaming. How did that happen? It. I remember. Once we finally had internet at our house, because at first we didn't, basically with like, obviously some time went by and I made some friends and stuff like that. And I got online and I was looking for, who knows how I even found it, but like everyone knows Mortal Kombat Online, you know, that, that site's been around for a long, long time. So Yes, it has when I stumbled upon that website, because I was just looking up Mortal Kombat stuff, and, hey, what's the latest Mortal Kombat game, and, you know, when's it coming out, and um, Deception, 
I forget exactly when I stumbled upon it, but and then realizing that was going online, that game just kind of like sunk me back into it because like Mortal Kombat Four I never played. Um, and quite a, quite frankly, it never really interests me because it had it was just it was um. Yeah, the, you're know, you're very, a better man for it. The game's not blocky. really good. I mean, I know Deception isn't the greatest either, but like at the time. It was pretty awesome, you know, stumbling upon that game, its release. I don't recall how I even got it, if I got it used at, like, a store or or whatnot, but obviously I didn't download it because it didn't happen at that time. Yeah, De- Deception, and then as far as, like, the community goes, again, the, the MK um, MKO forums, like, that actually was the time where I'm, like, I'm starting to realize that oh my gosh there's a community here and that's you know it's it just kind of wild and at that point i'm like all right well everyone has a username what's what's my username gonna be <laughs> hey let me ask you this so, before you go on with yeah. that story specifically you said it yourself the band got you back into gaming but you also said you got the internet you started searching for mortal kombat stuff were you always more interested only in mortal kombat when it comes to fighting games or gaming in general, did, did you have any other favorites? Did you like playing Street Fighter or was Mortal Kombat basically it for you? Mortal Kombat was like it. It was just, uh, I had this like Street Fighter 2 Turbo on, and I played it, I, it but it was always casual. Um, it was always just like, hey, I'm going to spam E Honda's arm move. I don't even know what to call it, but like I would spam that and just do dumb stuff and. I would um, try to do like um, Ken's hurricane kick, that kind of thing. But like, as far as like Mortal right. Kombat goes, no, it was just something about it. It was, it was it was the same feeling of when I stumbled upon you know that that band, and when I again I don't recall exactly how I learned of it, or uh, maybe it was a TV commercial or news, but um, well, I mean Mortal Kombat, it was impossible to escape it, especially around that time. Um, no, but yeah, it, it was something about like the the colors, the 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 you know the the darkness of it, the um, just how different it was. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I've had summoning on here, and he's an old school Mortal Kombat um, player. He said uh, summoning. He, yes, I, I've had summoning on here, oh, and gosh, he said it. it you know, what was for him was basically, I mean, he he fully admits it was the gore, the characters. It was completely different from Street Fighter. It was completely different oh, from sure, anything. Sure. Was it some of the controversy? Of course it was. But for him, he just seemed to gravitate more towards the character. They were just basically more interesting. I'm assuming it was the same for you. Yeah, I think that and just like the how good like UMK3 looks as far as the digitized the fighters and... Oh, yeah. Uh, also, and how fast it was, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, and also just how the arcades looked. Like even if I wouldn't like play them, if I would go into an arcade later on, and just like the just the graphics and everything, the whole lore of it was just uh, it was very attractive. Oh yeah, man, that's the one beautiful thing about Mortal Kombat. At least in the early uh, days, the lore was pretty awesome. You know, unfortunately for you, you say you got back into Deception, and that's when the series itself was just in a weird whirlwind like they i don't think they knew what it is that they wanted they were just bringing out game after game and without much substance to it but that's just my opinion although you know i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed that game uh, mortal kombat mythology sub-zero 
I know the game isn't really looked at as something amazing, but I, I enjoyed the game, you know. It, the storyline within it, you know, some of the cameos, cameos by some of the characters was pretty cool. But uh, again, that that's at a time when the series was just, again, it, Midway didn't know what the heck it is that they wanted to do with that series. So you get online, forums, and this is where you say you found out that there's a competitive community for Mortal Kombat? Yeah, just through, again, MK of the time and get, getting to meet everyone and, <clears throat> and essentially, you know, having those, uh, eventually building some friendships and also not just like the community for like you know questions about things but also get getting the taste to like the competitive side between whether it was online tournaments or even the offline tournaments which really had to be I remember them having this be specified because for all all tournaments for the most part were online but again the connections and whatnot were uh, not always the greatest I just remember one thing I remember after getting into it was like I think there was a lot of like clan activity and like the you know like the groups of people <laughs> like um of course everyone remembers like a, like like TKO and um all the other like you know groups that we had back then and it was like real competitive but like as far as offline tournaments go that was not to skip around or anything but like eventually I would learn that like wow there's a whole other community um that is just so devoted to like MK2 and UMK3 still and but yeah that's uh mk was like really where i got like introduced to like the the online uh community and it just got deeper from there yeah man i know exactly what you mean because uh, a lot of people don't realize you know back then when you have the internet it's easy to go find a website right dedicated to these things but then like you said you go deeper into that rabbit hole oh this is cool we're playing online games but then again you go deeper into that rabbit hole and then you realize whoa wait a minute there's even more people who play this, these games offline, you know, where there's meetups and stuff like that. When you when you heard that, you know, did you instantly say, hey, maybe this is going to be something I'm interested in maybe going, seeing if uh, I, I could click with some of these people, maybe even be competitive myself, play a few games here and there. Right away, did you know that you wanted to, um, you know, explore that side of the community or did you kind of stay away for a bit? I just wanted to get more involved. I really liked, of course, like just had like that loyalty towards MK, and um, it was just a lot of fun. It was like really, I guess. When you said that you wanted to get involved, uh, did you wanted to get involved with organizing, you know, putting tournaments together, or did you want to get involved from the competitive side? I, you know, I, I'm not really sure where I was going with that at the time. I just wanted to like learn more of it, more of maybe like perhaps helping with with organizing them or um just getting more involved to like just learn more about them in general or learn um you know eventually of like the offline scene but again because I, I was never uh any tournament that i would ever join i remember for example uh um this is gonna skip a few years but <laughs> well you're already laughing so it must be funny uh, yeah, MK, MK versus DC at like one of the NEC tournaments. Um, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, Tom Brady, of course, was using uh, Green Lantern, and we all know how broken Green Lantern was in that game. <laughs> Where, like, if he broke a combo, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He got punished for it. Yeah, um, yeah he was so an injustice, uh, Green Lantern. A, oh my gosh! Yeah, Raiden had that vicinity blast. If he did it like twice, 
that like it was the only th- but I, I i was screwing up the inputs <laughs> i was like the only thing i could do <laughs> really, i knew that a combo or anything or i think he even break like uppercuts or i forget i don't know it was something stupid but um <laughs> and i i would eventually learn that i was more the community side rather than like the competitive side if that makes any sense like as far no, as well, really, like, playing in the tournaments because i wasn't very good at them no, listen, uh, that makes plenty of sense. I've had plenty of people on this show who have said, listen, uh, it's fun playing the games. It, the competitive side of things is something that by all means has passed me by. Maybe at the time, you know, you were working, that was way more important, you know, making money to pay your bills, help out with anything. So competitive gaming was never going to be something that would have taken off with you. Well, let me ask you this. What was your first offline tournament? Because after you find these things on the internet, um, like you said, you, you wanted to go out there. You wanted to check it out. I'm sure you wanted to be with like-minded people who uh, play these video games, you know, for fun. Was it one of the majors or was it something local? Because, um, you know, finding was... anything for Mortal Kombat back then must have been harder. It, it must have been a major, right? Yeah, I mean, you didn't really have, like, a whole lot of, you know, you'd have, like, a handful of people in some of them. Um, but as far as the offline tournaments, I think it was an East Coast Throwdown tournament. Uh, I don't remember, I don't recall which, which one it was. I'm sure Shock would be able to help me out. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't recall, like, what number that is, because, of course, like, ECT is still running wild with the L.I. Joe. But, uh, but yeah, I, I believe that was my first one. And when uh, you go and when you go into this, man, like, what are you thinking? Again, does it go back to I'm just here with like-minded people? Let me see what I could do. Let me test myself uh, again. Like, share some experiences um, when that, when you walked in, and did did you know right away this is what you wanted to do going forward? This is what uh what you wanted to get involved with as a hobby. It was mainly um, it pretty much got me just deeper into everything and i I guess it's it's very vague but i guess understanding that i'm actually seeing these people whereas you know as i'm there there might be people on the forums that are still battering back and forth and they've never seen each other and it's all just online ramble and at this tournament um again i'm not posting anything to twitter because it doesn't exist yet (laughs) um just meeting everyone from like from from shock to tom brady i met um oh my gosh uh anyway there there's just uh, there's so many people there that um at the tournament i mean it again not, not that mk had a ton but we had a tournament that was usually well organized and you would you would have setups that uh, i'm pretty sure it was between shock and whoever else would, would bring the setups and you would just see like constant playing on with with mk2 um mk3 and and they would be very respectful to like the other games that everyone wanted whether it was like mk versus dc was like the game during that time which i think it i think it was um i think it was one of the playable games at that time (laughs) right right we'd have everything but it it would all be offline but as far as my thoughts it was just it was my again first time seeing all these people it was very weird and nowadays it's the norm, but back then it was not. And not well, not to not to everyone that is, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was just I, I wanted to get involved with it, as far as 
how deep or in what direction like if you're if you're asking at that point like hey i'm i'm writing down my note i'm gonna open a forum of my own and do this and that no that wasn't that wasn't like my thoughts at that time well i could imagine man you said it was a little bit weird i, I could imagine it's weird for all of us this is uh something we all love we love playing video games we love in your case you love playing mortal kombat we love playing fighting games and the fact of the matter is uh i always tell people man Going to your local is fun. It's cute. Don't get me wrong. You're, you're, you know, you're seeing a lot of people you normally would see every single day. With a major, I mean, that that's a huge step. I could understand why you would think it's weird because I'm sure the difference of opinion, and I had somebody on explaining this to me, the difference of opinion between people who only want to stay online or in forums are that complete. It's completely opposite. But people who do this stuff offline, like Shock, you know, Shock is a very welcoming guy. A lot of people on the websites may not be. So, like you said, you know, maybe you were maybe you were expecting some people just to just be negative or something like that. But you, but you went in there, you know, you decided to take that step. Obviously, you going the way of organizing, it wasn't right there and then. So let me ask you this: When did you realize? You would much rather organize. You would much rather help with the community in the back. When did you realize that's the step you wanted to go or the direction you wanted to go? Excuse me. As I went on with, uh, again, I think when I was on that forum and then I believe I had moved out with a friend. And then once again, I didn't have any internet for like a year. We couldn't uh, just, just couldn't afford it at the time. And then I ended up moving in with my girlfriend at the time. And voila, internet. So at that time, um, you know, <laughs> better internet. Oh, seem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we had it. We had it set up and everything. Yeah, it was. It was better. Uh, when I got back on it, it seemed like things like had died off. And I remember seeing a post. I think it was by Rio about MKU at the time. And so therefore, this other forum opened up, and it was more like more competitive, but it was. Uh, online and obviously a lot of things transferred over and there was a shop box on there and everything else and just again just mm-hmm. want to get like even more involved i i mean it got to the point where i was one of the moderators on there that was kind of the extent that i was that i was involved on that it wasn't to the point where like hey i want to go to tournaments and like help with brackets i just wanted to be part of the community help with the community help on the forums um you know even like the the tournaments i would go to afterwards some of them I, I would actually you know join in on on the uh the brackets and some of them i'll admit it was actually just to increase the number because you know we didn't have a whole lot of uh you know it would maybe some of them be like less than 20 and um it would be like another mk versus dc tournament or whatever else but like <laughs> um just to put my name on there just to increase the number i was like i know i'm probably not gonna make it past my first match but like that was, it was just it was just fun being there with everyone, and I would like I would um, record stuff, and I would actually, I actually got to the point where I I had purchased a Mega Cab. I actually still have it. I, I it wow, needs man. to get the shock one of these days, but it's a Mega a Cab that it's, it's UMK3, and I actually started taking that to some of the the local, um, well, local to me, like the Philly events, like the right, big right. events. I would take this right. Mega Cab there over the years and what and um no it's just uh fun it was kind of like a kind of became like a another family for me i've had i had a gentleman here who's an admin of a kof based website 
But uh, you yourself, you started as a volunteer. Uh, you know, you were part of the website. Um, you eventually got added on as an um, as a mod. You said as a moderator. Like, what's the process? Is it is it one of those processes where, by all means, back then, even in the FGC, nobody really trusted each other. Like, how long did it take you to build trust from the people of said website where it's like, you know what, Storms is a pretty cool guy. You know, he's uh, put, he's putting his weight at all at whatever, wherever he can. He's bringing the mega cab. He's uh, helping out at tournaments. He's uh, making sure the show goes on. You know, like, what kind of things do you have to do within any community, specifically the MK community at that time, you know, where you could gain enough trust be given moderator powers because it's always funny to me that's one of those things uh that's overlooked nowadays that a lot of people man always vying for power you know when you get the oh my god i'm a moderator it's just like you know you jump for joy but for you man how did you gain the trust of the people of that website just being very active and i wasn't like a dick to anyone i was just trying to be like helpful and that's a novel and concept these days. Contributing. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure I eventually sent, like, a PM to someone, like, hey, how, how could I eventually get mobbed? It was basically, like, I mean, I didn't, like, it wasn't like I was, like, um, begging for it. I, it was just something I was, you know, interested in. And I was just very active on the site. I, I just kind of, again, already, kind of already doing it. Like, if, if someone had a question about something, I would just be acting their role anyway, whether I was or not. And I don't recall the day that I got it as far as like, hey, this you know, person granted me the moderator privileges and whatever else, and um, here we go. It was you know being active and involved and getting to know people on there, whether it's just a name or you met them offline, whatever. Yeah, just being active and uh, consistently because, I mean, I was on that site so much. And um, I, think I, I think I ended up getting to be a moderator like maybe it was like six months in something like that it was it might uh, then again it might have been less i'm not really sure it sounded to me like you didn't care much about the negativity i'm like uh, let me ask it to you this way if anybody was talking crap behind your back if anybody was talking trash i mean i'm, I'm assuming you just didn't care it's like listen you guys could do everything you want you could try to shit talk me all you want i'm just here to help out you know i'm i'm here i'm not trying to start crap uh, you know, was it easy for you to ignore that kind of stuff if that stuff existed? It it was because, you know, you had, um, well, Grochat being, of course, the, the site owner, and I forget who else was on there at that time, but, like, you had, like, a backing to, like, the staff. Of course, you had the staff form and that kind of stuff, and I was never, you know, addicted to anyone, and um, if anyone ever questioned, I don't think anyone ever questioned, like, me being a mod because I already, again, I feel like I already acted like the role for a while. I remember uh, Crazy Bone was also, um, him and I were very active on there. Now, as far as like, people, uh, you know, giving me crap and that kind of stuff or giving anyone else crap, like, I, I just really wouldn't tolerate it. Um, I'm like, you know what? I, I have like the ability to just shut you up right now. So I would, <laughs> I would remember just saying in my own way, like, uh, this is your last chance. Like, I have the ability to do it right now. It's up to you. And I would just leave it that like respectfully as possible, but that's pretty much what I would do. And if it was ever like a, any kind of, um, even like any kind of personal matter, I remember one time, um, asking, uh, Tim static, he was another, um, model in there as well. And I just like, you know, since it was more personable, 
at the time. I forget what it was, but I was like, dude, can you handle that for me so I don't have to be involved with it? And he handled it for me. So it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. You know, before you uh, became the administrator, the head honcho of the website we're going to talk about in a bit, it sounded to me like, you know, I've never been in that role. I've never been in the role of being a moderator on the website. But like you said, sometimes you would have to talk to Tim and it's like, hey, dude, can you mind taking care of this for me? I just don't want to, you know, keep going on. It sounds to me like, you know, to put together a very to have a very well ran website, everybody has to work as a team. And it sounded to me like you guys all worked perfectly as a team. Did you got did you have a lot of fun with those group of guys that were moderators on that website? Yeah, I, I did. We, you know, we got to know each other more and more. And, uh, you know, I don't think we ever, aside from maybe Tim, Crazy, I th no, Tim and Crazy both, we we did actually meet each other offline. I just don't remember if it was during the MKO days or if it was like when like when Tester might open. It was, it was probably during MK, I'm, I'm sorry, MKU, that is. But yeah, like, for example, like M2 Dave, he was uh, a model there, and he ended up becoming pretty much. I think I met him. I think I. I, I know I've seen him because he's been to offline tournaments and stuff like that. But I just don't know if I've ever met him in person. But uh, um, characters like you know himself, for example, it's funny how you mentioned like the the whole offline and online thing. Like there have been times where there was someone that was like you know kind of giving me shit, and I just went up to him like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> how you doing? I'm storms. You know, you've been talking like, all this crap um, about me. Yeah, actually, uh, um, Pick of the Hut, actually, him and I had had, like, some weird beefs back and forth. Oh, I boy. I don't know why. Yeah, and uh, I remember going to him at an East Coast event, and we just kind of, like, said hi back and forth. I think I approached him about it, and, like, I don't know. It was, it was just one of the situations, even um, a, a few other people, just, like, it wasn't anything to start anything. I was just kind of like, why is that there? Like, why are we... You know, just saying hi to him and and continuing on, and it was just kind of it's kind of funny in a not like a an offensive way, if that if that makes any sense. But it was just like, um, all right, we're <laughs> we're here now, we're good, and it it just completely changed things. You know, uh, I, I'm gonna jump a little bit here, um, but it, I wanted to bring up uh, something you just mentioned. Is it because those guys, you know, like Pig of the Hut is a perfect example. Is it because those guys just become bigger personalities, bigger characters, you know, very charismatic, uh, they're following and everything, where it just becomes easier for them to think, you know, you're stabbing them in the back or you're talking crap, you know, behind their back. Is that, has that always been the problem? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it is or it isn't. It was just, um, I mean, some of the, some of the, the beef started when, um, you know, I wanted to get, even more involved at MKU. I mean, this is this is such an exhausted story. I've, I've told it um, quite a few times, but as far as like getting more involved in MKU, that was like, that, that was what stemmed like me. Like you know what, I'm just gonna do it on my right. own. And I ended up. Um, I remember saying something to, to Tim and Crazy because they were like closer to me on on there. I'm like, hey, this, this is like you know the, the concept you know originally came from me, and then like getting their feedback and stuff like that and. We ended up, you know, doing breaking off. But as far as uh, when that happened, then some like you know beefs of just that were made up of nothing uh, began. I remember, I think it was Pig actually that was like accusing me of stealing the source code from MKU. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what source code is. <laughs> and it was 
it was just stupid. Yeah, it was some of that stuff just like started from there, and like the whole the the, the website thing um, stirred stirred the pot a lot. And uh, I'm sure, like as as far as like the followings go, I'm sure there's some ego stuff in there too. But I mean, not just with like just anyone in particular, but like I guess to what you were saying, you know, I, I'm sure that probably plays a little bit of a part to it. So uh, you know what, man, that that's pretty cool. You know that background you gave me right now um you know you become an uh you become a moderator i love the fact that you're you've always been for the community first uh you're not about yourself uh very hard to find people like that in uh, the fighting game community in general you you still obviously keep this as a hobby you, you this is not your full-time gig this is something that you love doing this is your uh you know this is your getaway from the real world but then Mortal Kombat 9 drops. I mean, well, excuse me, Street Fighter 4 drops. Uh, everybody is uh, very happy that, uh, you know, this game came out. It's kind of a resurgence for the FGC. But then, you know, after everything settles, here comes Mortal Kombat 9. And Mortal Kombat 9 is a complete, you know, it, it's, a, it's a reimagining. Basically, it's Mortal Kombat for the current generation, the new generation. The game comes out, great storyline. It's one of the first real, I guess you want if you want to think about it, serious Mortal Kombat games in a long time. I mean, basically. Oh since. yeah, I mean the, the best thing about it was it went back to two D. Yeah, going back and, to two D was just um yeah. And you know, with it came a whole mess of people, you know, new gamers, or, or you know, the older crowds, so, you know, guys like you who have been around for such a long time. Again, the game drops; it's a big hit. It's, uh, you know, it sells like crazy. I'm assuming at this time you're still the moderator at um, um, MKU or uh, what's the name of the website again? I'm sorry. It was, uh, yeah, MKU or Mortal Kombat United was, was the, uh, the one I was referencing. I'm sure, you know, your involvement with uh, everything logistical wise, you know, helping with brackets, it, it amps up, right? Am I correct? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, just to specify, it wasn't, it wasn't so much for like the, it was for like a, a bracket guy, more of just like a, um, helping with like the, right. actually uh, between just the, the forums and monitoring it overall, just to kind of like, you know, help with its, I guess, direction, so to speak, but also with, um, you know, just news about the game as well. Um, but yeah, just the, just the community involved, in, the community involvement, I'll say that again. You know, Mortal Kombat drops in, uh, well, you know, what is it? I think it's called Mortal Kombat 9, but it was actually uh, MK2011, right? Am I, that, that's right. It was, it was MK2011, technically. Mortal Kombat, but it had in parentheses 2011. That's so right. So basically like them just, yeah, just Mortal Kombat, just, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the game drops. Uh, I'm sure you, you're ecstatic just like everybody else. And here comes the big question. You've been a moderator for a while, you know, you know your way around uh, a tournament scene. What encourages you to open up, test your mic? Um, again, it was, was kind of like I, I wanted to get just more involved than than when I was. And there was just, you know, some restrictions and just kind of like it wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like I, I hit a wall with like what I wanted to kind of keep doing and keep thriving felt kind of limited. So I, yeah, I, 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 I gave it a lot of thought and, uh, it was actually, um, uh, when we first, um, opened that 
for whatever reason, I decided on a, a name. It was MortalKombatEmpires.com. Don't ask me what that was supposed to mean. It was supposed to just sound good. <laughs> um, I thought it did, but it was actually. Uh, I remember Crazy Crazy Ben and I would actually do a lot of AOL Instant Messenger chats online. And, oh boy, man! Um, AOL Instant Messenger. Holy crap! I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the one time I was saying like I, we we need like a different. It, the the name got brought up the domain name got brought up and we just need something simple and i remember us kind of like i don't know if it was me or crazy that was kind of like re- referencing like kind of like how street fire has sh- like srk and how it's just like such a simple name for that that's it's kind of like right. mm-hmm. um anyway so again i i'm just gonna go ahead and give the credit to crazy because I, I i don't remember who like thought of it but like actually i think it was him because i was like he he mentioned like what about test your might and like I didn't even respond. I just went right to like I remember like GoDaddy or something like that. Looked at if it was available, it was, and I basically I think I bought it like right away, just because I was like <laughs> I want it and I'm afraid someone else is gonna get it right now. Right. And dude, I was like, dude, it's available, and I just I think I bought it like in like two seconds. And anyway, then it then it eventually would turn into test your might. But as far as what you know, led me to that again, it was just some, some restrictions. I knew, I, I, I felt that there was going to be like some kind of a, yeah, it's, it's there's definitely going to be some things that go downhill with this. I mean, when I remember when the site first opened, you know, there was very, <laughs> it was like the, you, you could imagine, if, if you can imagine what a site war would look like, it was, it was basically that, um, it right. was a lot of, dumb stuff i remember there would be like eight or ten people on 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 um whether it was mke at the time or test your mind or whatever else and like if you check out mku there's that's where that's where the party's at <laughs> <laughs> but like we just kind of i guess just if you want to say like kept our composure and stuff like that right. and um i guess for the most part i remember what all happened back there but um to your point of like mk11 oh my god mk2011 you know that's when things really kind of you know launched for actually you know what i think it what helped with that was a lot of networking that i did back then and remember i i think i recall jugs um juggernaut he was actually helping me with also either that or like encouraged some of it um i forget i just i i, th- I think he was involved with some of this too and maybe i, I think I think really all of us, I think were, but I remember reaching out to like a level up series. I, I, I remember reaching out to like right, Mark right. Mann's website at the time. So much like networking through like other websites. Hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we want to do. And we were like taking, you know, Mortal Kombat even more seriously than just like a, what we were and really trying to get to some offline tournaments. I know like Crazy Bones' influence to or like the the direction of like testing at that time was extremely heavy. You know, I, I don't talk to Crazy too much anymore, but I mean, it's just, I know he's doing well. But like, he he gets a ton of credit for like the direction that went in. But it was just very exciting because we were like in control, and it was just uh, you know, we didn't have to like ask about doing this and doing that. We were officially on our own, and we were. Uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, I believe we were going to the offline tournaments, and um, again, it's like back then. It, I mean, right now, if you mention, like, "Hey, we're going to a tournament," you assume that it's an offline tournament for the most part. I mean, I would like to think so, think so. And if it's online, you like you specified that. But back then, it was um, you specified, "Oh, it's an offline tournament." Yeah, um, of course, of so course. Just, 
so yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was funny how that worked out, but it was, uh, but yeah, that, that's really what drove a lot of success to test for at the time when, when MK9 came out, it was just a, a really great game. And we, I remember between the, I was like a beast with front page news. And I knew Tim helped me out with that too. We were, we, we updated, I think I, I would, over the years, I made it a rule for myself that I, I, I might have said something in the staff forums over the years, but I was like, I, we have we have to update the front page three times a day, whether it was like mid morning, midday, evening, whatever. But just to kind of keep it flowing to keep people interested. And if we had like a ton of news, we would, I would like kind of space it out that didn't get all saturated at once. Or if we had a ton of stuff going, say there's like a, a remember etc chili would have some stuff like a McFly, and I'm like, you know what, I'll put that on like first thing tomorrow. It was, I mean, I remember having like a notepad of all this kind of stuff, like the, uh, between moderating and the front page news, just keeping it flowing. With that, I feel like we developed a culture. You know, that's uh, pretty cool that you say that, man, because it sounded like you had a pretty nice business plan. Not that many uh, FGC websites back then had, but I just want to circle around real quick. So by all means, it just wasn't you. It, it was a nice little collective front of, of uh, people of you guys, of uh, moderators that said, you know what, let's move on. Let's try to do something ourselves. Because like you said, you know, you always wanted to move forward and uh, you found a wall and you just wanted to get around it. And this was your uh, way of getting around it. Let me open up a website. Let me ask you this, because it was prevalent a lot. I don't want to know. I, I don't know if it was prevalent in the Mortal Kombat um, forums, because I really don't remember them that well. But did it also help, maybe, just maybe, of some of the old guard? A lot of people have this trait where they tend to hate the new thing because they love the old thing that much more. Did that help in the growing of um, Test Your Might? Or whereas the moderators from the other websites perfectly fine with Mortal Kombat um, 9 or Mortal Kombat 2011, where they, you know, where there wasn't no hate for the game just because it wasn't Mortal Kombat 2 and uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3? Or, you know, was there some hatred towards this new game that actually helped you guys out? Because it's like, you know what? It is what it is. We understand you don't like the game, but this is the future. This is what's going to move the community forward. I don't think there was any hatred toward it at all. I think everyone was, like, just grasping toward it because, like, between... Before then, I think it was what MK DC. So it was like it was uh, it was a long period of, and then we we finally got that. And um, as as far as how we grew that, it was just again between the offline tournaments that we would uh, go to and post of, and it, it would almost like if you want almost want to reference it like a uh, the threads at the time would turn into be like a. A Twitter style feed, or even like more, more so like an Instagram style feed, where you'd have like actual tournament like photos of people like posting photos in in the forums of the yo like uh, the games. Hey, I met this guy, that kind of thing, and you know you would see that. Not only that, but again, whatever everything else is going on in the background, um, because I know like Crazy Bone, he would have. Um, he would be super involved in the offline scene on the West Coast. Now it was like the, one of the um, advantages that we had, or I guess really one of like the, uh, well I guess the, I guess advantage really is the best word because the West Coast events that he would he would be a part of. And of course, I'm on the East Coast, so we were kind of spread out, and um, all that stuff going on, plus everything on the forums. I mean, I didn't go to a ton of offline events like the uh, a, a ton of tournaments. 
that I, I went to like the ones that were like at the time, honestly, it was just kind of like closer to my house. I went to, uh, between like the Philly tournaments and New Jersey tournaments. Uh, I went to Evo, ooh, I think it was twice. Uh, I think, yeah, it was only two times. But as as far as MK9, though, I don't think there's really anyone that didn't like the game. Hell, I think to this day, people would still play it if they would. Well, anyway, I don't want to get too involved in that. Just, no, I'm, trust I'm, me, say it, man. Uh, if we could get some rollback netcode on that game, you know, everybody would stop playing um, MK11. I, 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 my, my main gripe with NRS is, like, when they just stop giving a shit about the game and they stop paying attention to it and just... It's it's almost like how um I honestly don't play Mortal Kombat anymore. I'm a big fan of it, but I'm 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 more of like a community guy still. Like I look at it from the outside, but um I still love the game. But like for example, if I see when I see the tweet like hey, we're 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 done with MK uh, MK11 and we moved on to our next next project. Hey, what's new? It's like when Ed found out about like the two-year loop that everyone caught on to. I was like, no shit. Like you guys just <laughs> they they do the same damn thing. It's it's so old. Like this, not not to not to you know do a crazy jump here, but like honestly, when this right. new game comes out, like I I have a feeling that the first thing I'm gonna think of is like, what is this game gonna last like two years and it's dead? Yeah, that's that a uh, unfortunate man. That is the mindset. And you know what though, they have nobody but themselves to blame because. A lot of people is like, oh, you guys need to move on. Listen, a lot of people have been, um, I don't want to say brainwashed, but uh, what's the word? Basically, they've been conditioned to think that's how they do things. And you know what? They're proving that's exactly how they do things, right? Yeah, I mean, even like, uh, dude, like, uh, again, I'll just kind of jump around again with like, as far as like, it's almost like a... uh a love hate thing when um, I wasn't there for it. If I was there for it, I'd be crying. But um, when they, oh my gosh, it was an injustice trailer that they debuted. It was, um, it was Adam and the chick. I forget what her name was, but you see Raphael's sigh hit the ground. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The reaction trailer to that. Like every time I watch that, I get teary eyed. Like, yeah, so yeah, same here, man. Injustice. Trust me, same and here. Now, dude, like that was incredible, and like not only the trailer but the fan reaction, like they're like, no, 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 and like they're just like they're like <laughs> losing it. Like I, I get goosebumps, so I like get teary eyed. Like it was, it was incredible. But now, like <laughs> the the thing is, like where's that game at now? It's like it's it's dead. Am I right? Man, it's like, such it's, a shame it's because. That game started off a little bit goofy, but at the end of its lifespan, man, that game was actually very, very good, you know? It, 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 just, yeah, it, it just... It took a while to get to where it should have been at the beginning, but that, unfortunately, that's just the gaming industry in general. But you're absolutely right. That game should not be dead, man. Injustice 2... It, what, obviously, I mean, I know not... there's a handful of people who play it. I, I see random posts on like Twitter about, "Hey, I'm playing Injustice," that kind of thing. But it, it's it's like it's like I think of when we were trying to get a damn tournament together for MK versus DC, and I threw my name in the hat just to add to the numbers. It's just kind of like it's, it's it's, I I hate the cycle. I just I cannot stand it. And um, the only thing that currently excites me at all, but I fear it's just not going to happen, no matter how much support they get. Is the um, the HD remake of that Catalyst and uh, Ivalistic game or Ivalistic Studios are working on for the um, 
MK2 remake, but like, oh yeah, that thing looks amazing. It's actually happening, but it's, it's 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 hype as hell to see that, like the the videos and stuff like that. Like, right. That gets me excited, but like, it's just kind of like it's limited excitement. Like you said, you and Crazy Bone had a lot of uh, involvement in making Test Your Mic to what it is. Uh, you did a lot of networking. Uh, you basically got on some of the big names of you know shows. Hey, listen, um, this is where it's at. This is where the MK community should be going. And again, I really love the idea of not oversaturating the news section. Because I do remember that, and I'll be honest with you, I appreciated that. It's like, you know what? Bring out something. Let it be, you know, uh, let it be digested. And then a few hours later, at a good enough time, release another story. It, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't oversaturated, like I said before. And that was great thinking on your part and on your, on your team's part. With all that being said, and, uh, you know, just the influx of players because of what this game did. I mean, did, were you expecting the numbers that that website did? Or were you like, holy shit? You, you know, well, it's... Oh, yeah, you're, you're starting to bring back some numbers now. But uh, real quick... Hopefully they're good memories. No, no, they are. They are. First of all, with like the, I really appreciate your words on the front page. I really do, and that that made me think of. Um, well, listen, man, you're welcome. Couch with mustard and all those guys. Um, I remember there. There's certain times where I would actually post one thing to the front page, like all day. Like I was pretty much the only one that was doing it. It, it was fine. It was like it was kind of like it was my thing. And I had control of it, that kind of thing. But usually if it was an international article, I would just have that on the front page like all day as the focal point. I was like, try to get them as much attention as possible, whether it was McFly sending me something, um, Catch with Mustard, or if it was um, Foxy. Oh my gosh, like a lad lurker. I remember he would uh, send me some stuff. Um, the inter Getting like, you know, uh, even Raiden from, um, oh my gosh. I think it was Nexus right. online. He was a Pakistan, mm -hmm. I think. I think so. Yeah, I, I think I know who it is that you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah, like, I mean, I obviously I that with that website. Actually, yeah, huh? his, 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 I believe that site's still running too. But yeah, like any time that I would, it would just be I would just be like humbled and honored whenever I would be able to like either reach out to them or they would reach out to us and like share stuff with us. I'm like, I'd love that. It was just like it was expanding it and like. Oh my gosh! Oh my God! How how could I forget it? How could I forget it? Eddie Wang <laughs> from um, oh Eddie gosh. Wang, yes. I think it's. I think it was. Uh, I think he might have been from South America. I'm not sure where exactly where he's from, but um, I forget. But like, dude, like he would like send us stuff too. Like he would just send like whether it was like uh, photos. Or, it was just really cool to like tap into their scene. Whether it was like you know this might be their tournament, and they might not be like super great players as compared to the u.s but like this is what they had it was super interesting it was awesome to see that well so... let me stop you real quick right there man and i think that's what that website became that website and, and listen um god bless places like srk they were around for a long time but number one again it just wasn't um uh, what's the word i'm looking for it, it, it just they just threw too much information at you at one time, you know, and, and it was hard to um, siphon through all that stuff. And that's what made your website so amazing, at least to me it did, and to a lot of people, that you were able 
to have a great mix of stuff happening in the U.S. And like you said, sure, those guys were probably not as good as the U.S. players, but the passion that those South Americans, you know, Central America, Central Americans, Latin America, the U.K., the passion that they show was just as big as us over here. You know, um, it, th that website was so formatted so well and that's one of the reasons why it was able to take off as much as it did because your website was really one of the first to show stuff from things outside of japan and the u.s yeah it was really it got me just excited hell i remember even like when we met tony t from australia Wow, Tony T. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I even wow. met him at uh, one of the East Coast events. It was just hell. Whenever I think of Tony T, I think of um, the the Toasty Boost from MK9 <laughs> and that, that, that whole thing. <laughs> oh my! I God. think he was like one of the very first people to uh, to post something on that, and it just whole that that whole thing opened up. But as far as kind of back to your question of, of um when we started seeing like bigger numbers on the forums i don't recall exactly when it was but um i think we we actually still had i think had a um you know like the little chat box or shop box or whatever on the forums right right it got it to the point where like i had to my webmaster was like the um it was actually my cousin and it basically the the site crashed i forget exactly why um, whether it was something leaked or whatever else, but we had to right. basically disable that because, of course, I was using a lot of resources. So we disabled that. We just kind of continued doing what we were doing. But, like, I think one of the um, coolest things that happened, I think, while we had... I think it was when we had the shop box. I'm pretty sure it was. It was myself... No, was it? It might have been the forums. I can't remember. I, I can't remember if it was because if it was a shop box, it was more alive. <laughs> it's okay, man. Than anything, but um. But anyway, like Hector Sanchez. <laughs> Hector um, Sanchez, he, NRS employee. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, producer, I believe he was at the time. I remember Jugs was like uh, giving them giving NRS crap about something. I forget what it was, but then like out of nowhere, Hector pops in there. I was like, oh yeah? Like, I forget exactly what he said. I I, I don't know if it, like, Jugs ever screenshotted that or <laughs> where it is, but Hector popped in and, like, and we, it, shit just went nuts. It was just, um, it was really, really cool. Like, he had the, uh, he was on there as Hectorific, I think the same as his Twitter. That's right, and yes. He, it was, it was nuts. It was like, and, like, the humbling, like, feeling of, like, I think with any website like that, getting the attention of the developers is just like, it's how do you, the only thing that you could do more is if, and we never, we never became this and maybe it's a good thing, but, um, you know, being the official forums for a game, that's the only thing that right. like, we had not accomplished, but like, right, otherwise, right. you know, we'd have, a. Um, over time, we'd have Tyler Lansdowne. Of course, we had 16-bit. We had, uh, hell, I, I actually still have quotes in my signature of a few other people that have like basically admit that they read the forums all the time. They just never post. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, would, I would hear stories from quite a few people. And actually, I think I remember, I think some of the stories I actually heard at Evo when I would be around... Um, uh, some of the guys that like, yeah, were, you know, like hearing that like everyone's on there, like everyone's on there to check what's going on and everything else. And 
over time we just kind of developed that culture that th this website it's not just like stupid banter back and forth with no like actual like uh you know corrective moderating like not like a right right i see what you're saying yeah and you know it's like uh this is stupid but like it was something that a developer and we caught the developer's eye and um it was uh that was just from from there it was just um i don't know what the word is for it but i, I wouldn't say cruising but it was kind of like all right we just we need to you know, we, we basically buttoned up our shirts the whole way. We were like, you know, that kind of thing. We just, we need to, we need to keep this going. We need to have, we need to build the consistency. We need to like continue this culture. Not only that, but just like what's next, that kind of thing. You know what? Um, I want to come circle back around to something, man. That website was so influential. And, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't, you don't know already. I mean, from the fact that, uh, you know, Combat Tune Podcast, that's where that came from. Um, you know, Pig of the Hut's uh, little random, you know, let's play better Mortal Kombat, you know, with his tips and tricks. Um, uh, Ketchup and Mustard, while they were great players, they're better content creators, and they started on your website. You know, a, a, lot, a lot of players, you know, mainly got their fame from being uh, you know from being either covered on that website or basically being part of the group that helped you run it and you know are now some of the biggest names in the community i mean obviously ketchup and mustard being some of them you know pig uh, was as big as he did on that website i remember you know it was rare that something with pig didn't you know wasn't reported on that website first Again, and going back with the Combat Tune podcast, it's like, hey, let's go to Test Your Might. Let's see what these guys are talking about. Because outside of Test Your Might, I did not know any other website those guys, um, you know, put that put those things in. Did you, I mean, were you surprised at how much of a monster this website became? Or did you just go on with your day knowing it's like, hey, this is what I wanted. I wanted to bring the community together. And for those, you know, three years or so, three and a half years, no website did it better. You know, take us through that, you know, seeing the growth of that website just from, you know, starting to what it was, you know, an idea with you, Crazy Bone, and some others to being the home of everything Mortal Kombat. I I always kept a look at, like, competitor sites or other game sites, whether it was like a, <clears throat> excuse me, like a Tekken site, uh, SRK, um, MKU, MKU, uh, or I'm pretty much all those and just like uh trmk i would i would be looking at all of them just to kind of like not only i mean don't get me wrong if like and anyone can if they remember can back me up on this even if i if if by some chance that someone on i think it was usually meat hook on mku if he ever found something like uh like a news article that they had up and I saw on their site first, and if I posted on Test Your Might, I would credit them. I'd credit MKU, of course. I'd credit whoever I got it from. But as far as the continued growth, what what fueled me there was just, again, it was it was the the bigger websites like the the like SRK of the world, or even um, NeoGaf, for example, a really big forum, or even um, people would always mention GameFAQs. IGN uh, some of them are kind of like you know more relevant than others as far as in, in my opinion but oh yeah um, you know some of them those. are much uh, much higher on the totem pole yeah I mean they're more like just general um, I, I think that's 
with with testing right the good and the bad thing was that we were centralized to just focus you know on well it was Mortal Kombat at first but then I believe I believe when Injustice came out for whatever reason I could be wrong here but I remember uh, I think it was Alex Shibeli that reached out to me and said like you know are, are you guys going to be like supporting this game or that kind of thing and at that point I was like well of course and at that point we basically became just an NRS site instead of just, you know, a Mortal Kombat site. But Can I ask you a question regarding that? I'm glad you brought that sure. up. Did it bother you that you were designated the NRS website? Um, You know what? It did hurt, especially when there wasn't a whole lot going on. And, you know, with a website like that, with with volume being what it was, it's basically you're getting what you're wishing for, you're asking for. But now as that's going on, um, you know, of course the site doesn't run for free. You'd have to, you know, you'd have to compensate with like the, your, your ads and like the revenue that go, go towards server fees or any server maintenance because pretty much any, any work that was done on the site, my, my cousin did. And of course I'd, I'd pay him for it. So it was, um, it, <laughs> I remember him saying like, <laughs> it just, it's funny how this turns into like, it was a hobby. Now it's kind of like a, I wouldn't say as far as a business cause I was, there was never really anything I ever made money on. You know, it was sustainable. You know, just something I liked. It was a hobby, and um, but, but as as far as the uh, as far as the growth, I always wanted just I wanted to 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 keep it growing and to not be complacent and like, all right, what's next? And with uh, that kind of leads me to another thing. With um, at one point, uh, we actually switched forum softwares because I felt that the one that we were currently in just, it didn't have enough features. Like for example, like now it's stuff that everyone has, but like you, even the some, like a, something as simple as like an alert button of like a, a reply to a quoted reply that didn't exist on a, we actually were on V Bolton back then. And, um, if someone like there was no, a button didn't exist to like a comment. It was, there wasn't any mm -hmm, interaction right. like that. And, we switched to uh, Zenfora, which a lot of sites have uh, since switched to. I think even, um, well, anyway, uh, we, we switched to Zenfora, and I had a lot of it, and it was very clean. And um, just just tried to make it to where... Um, More user-friendly? Well, on, on the back end, even as you're visiting, you... Let's just say, for example, you're, you're, you visited the, site, the website today, but then three months from now you come to it and maybe there's like something added to it that's actually benefiting it. So it's like, it's like growing and there's obviously like you looked at like the, well, I think one of the, in my opinion, one of the things that really made, um, made it look like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm opening this website and I was kind of see what's going on between the users that were currently online. If you'd see like, you know, um, I think what three to 400 users online usually, and then as far as like the latest reply, some of them, it was funny because whenever like any kind of trailer or anything like just passed, the the latest replies, which I think was like, it was limited at 10. I think it was the cutoff that I had it at. If you'd refresh the page, the all the latest replies were like a second ago <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a minute ago. It was just, you could just see like it was extremely active and like all, and that made you want to dive in. In my opinion, that just made me want to dive in and, and get into exploring all parts of it and just being 
it was just like just like a big hangout. It was it, it just felt in my eyes, and it obviously obviously it's gonna be biased, but it felt like like just the place to be, the place to hang out, and just uh, maybe Hector's on that kind of thing. And uh, oh, I'm, how can I forget Paulo? Um, he was on there as Colt, and so, sometimes sometimes they'd reply. It was funny because like whether like Paulo would always reply to I shouldn't say always, but frequently he would reply to like l real legit gameplay issues. Which I was like, had a lot of respect for him for doing that. Like he, um, you know, someone would post like a legitimate error and like something that was kind of messed up, and he would tell him. He would tell him like he would post a reply like, "Hey, that's going to be fixed in the hot fix coming out." And he, he, he would he would he would have like a, a general like something. Obviously, he was able to tell us, but he would post something like that, and it really. <laughs> It's funny because whenever those guys posted, they could post a period. I mean, you couldn't because it was, it was you couldn't just post like such a limited thing. But it, like, if you posted just like a bunch, like a bunch of random numbers or whatever else, just gibberish because it was them posting. <laughs> well, dude, you know that's pretty awesome. I've always found that to be really, really cool. That again, developers at the game, no matter what level they were in, in that company, were actually coming to the website. And uh, taking some feedback, whether it be good or bad. And, you know, having fun with it as well. Because like you said, if they were able to just put a period instead of like a whole paragraph, it will basically result in a 500, you know, post thread. It's like, oh, man, what are they doing? Uh, what's this mean for the game? It's uh, And going back to what you said, listen, there's no bias involved. It was the place to be. That website was the place to hang out during that time. And especially if you love uh, anything Mortal Kombat, anything NRS coming in the way. I mean, when um, Injustice was dropping, I remember, you know, you guys had the trailer on. And obviously, you guys were not the, the only website with it. But it was the website to go to to see what all the fuzz was about, what all the buzz was, what was going on. You know, sure, SRK, the event hubs, as they were still around there, IGN, they also, they all had it. But your website became, like you said, the hangout spot that to the point where everybody was just on it just to, you know, give an opinion, you know, see what's going on. Hell, hey, when's the newest episode of uh, Combat Tune podcast coming out? When's Pig of the Hut saying something? When's Mustard saying something? When's, uh, you know, what's CD Jr. up to? That's what that website became. You know, when you mentioned KTP podcast, I that was like, that's crazy how popular that podcast got to where like I remember them taking a break, but then then when they came back, it was almost like MCR coming back, like the band MCR coming back for like <laughs> yes, their, yes. their their uh, their concerts. Like it was just it was nuts. It was uh, it was it was really nuts. But yeah, as far as um when you mentioned about the injustice trailers, it's funny you mentioned that because. I remember um, I actually had a Google sheet that I had made that um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I still have it that I would actually track the views from different websites to kind of gauge how we were doing. And like, we were essentially like we had more views on our article than many others. I think the only ones that we, that we didn't beat out were maybe an IGN. I think we even maybe had more views than SRK at the time uh, or, or close, you know, respectably. But yeah, just like some sites, uh, I would I would look at the, the the article views and even just like the comments to the article too. But yeah, I, I would look all that stuff to just kind of gauge how we're doing. 
And obviously, if I saw that, you know, we were doing really well, that just fueled me. That just fueled me to, and, and vice versa. If it, if it didn't, like, that just meant that, you know, sometimes with this, you know, I would be at work. And <laughs> I would, uh, I would have to, like, you know, if I found out that something just dropped, I'm like, oh, shit. And I would, I would be like, all right, um, Tim, can you put this up quick? Or <laughs> we, had a, if you had, we had a few people that, w- that would do it. And I remember sending them texts. And if they didn't respond to me, like, really, really quick because I was impatient, just because, like, in my eyes, it needed to be, like, done now, like, right this second. So um, I would, like, kind of stop what I was doing. I'd, like, put it up on my phone. And then I then I'd like post it through the channels. It was a real pain in the ass. Um, you became a micromanager, but <laughs> but like <laughs> um, just to make sure. All right, man. Uh, sorry for the drop there, guys. Uh, but storms, you were talking about um uh about basically uh, the Combat Tune podcast. Uh, you know how big it helped the website get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and uh, also when you know when something would drop and i would be like maybe at work or like the um right right news article that kind of thing and when you when when you mentioned about like views and where the the place would be test your might out all that stuff i was kind of like gauging and like looking at um the views of the competitor sites and you know if if it if if our views were like matching theirs or even beating theirs it would just kind of like fuel me to like just kind of keep at it because it was just News was a constant thing, and even even now with, you know, all like the the stir of say MK12 or whatever NRS is going to announce next, you just never know when something's going to drop. That website was as big as it was. We already talked about it. It was the website to go to, and you had been in the game at least moderator wise. You were now an admin. You know, you had your webmaster. You basically took this thing. Um, and uh, helped grow it along with a great team. And unfortunately, let's be honest, you know, everything can't be perfect. There is always people with some negative thoughts. And um, I, I remember for a while there, maybe after two years, so there were groups of people trying to start up their own uh, Mortal Kombat um, pages, I guess trying to take your audience. Uh, I'm not saying they did it maliciously, but I do remember Claude Von Stroke um, trying to open up a website with a group of others. Um, did you feel some kind of betrayal by some of the fan base or did you know was it was every day basically you know regular business for you you couldn't think about that kind of stuff uh, did the website basically you know did it get so big where it just jaded a few people in your opinion you know give me some thoughts on that are you talking about that injustice society I believe that's the name of the. Uh, I believe that was the name of the website. Yes, and you're right. I'm sorry. It wasn't a Mortal Kombat themed uh, website. It, it was basically an injustice website. Yeah, that's right. It was oh, called. Yeah, there was. Uh, there was. Again, there's cer- certain people that just didn't like me, and and right now, quite frankly, like just don't give a shit. It was just. It was uh, people that I don't recall honestly ever doing like anything to them, and it just they just have beef with you. But um, some some of the people that did that like I didn't know about it and when it when it happened it was kind of like it was uh i just kind of like kept an eye on it honestly and honestly like now that we're years past this and everything else the thoughts i had in my back mind i'm like well let's see how consistent you are that's kind of like what i said to myself like to them you know that's to see if you can keep up with all this because everything that you know uh myself and 
I'd say like my team were doing to keep up with uh, Test Your Might to keep it, you know, alive and well on a daily basis. It was kind of like a good luck kind of thing, you know, because I know the feeling of when you start a forum and you have all these forums and guess what? There's one message in there. It's from staff and there's no threads. There's, there's no, there's no information in there. You're starting from scratch. It's a lot of work to get that stuff started. I never felt like malicious toward them or anything. Obviously it was kind of like, Hey, like one, one thing that I've learned through my, my job and also of course life is just change. You know, even with, um, Twitter was never always around. TikTok was never always around. And these things are going to keep, they're <laughs> going to keep happening. There's, you know, in right. five years from now, there could be something else that pops up that overtakes something else. That's right. You're absolutely so, correct. Um, with that being said, cause I think M2 Dave asked me on, on a podcast before as well. And I, I thought that the question was interesting, but like, you just, you got to just kind of keep moving forward. And like, it's just like that test of con consistency so when they opened the the website, I, th I think even um, Ed Boone even like mentioned about like, hey, someone opened up this really cool website, and that might have like maybe pissed me off a little bit, only because he never mentioned Tester Mike, but whatever. That's just me being transparent. But um, but no, like they, uh, I mean, I, I don't think I ever registered there, but I'm I don't recall how long that lasted. Me neither. I'll be I'm honest with you. I don't. I don't. I don't think it lasted. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the the website lasted for half a year. Yeah, I I, I think you know it was it was fun. It was cool at first. Like, hey, like this is our this is our little playground. And I think one of the first questions everyone wants to ask is, like, hey, can I be a moderator? <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you gonna moderate? There's nothing here. Dude, um, uh, I got I don't know why that's the golden ticket for everybody becoming a moderator. You know, I love Test Your Might, and it's always funny to me how some, those were some of the biggest threads. Everybody's like, so how do I become a moderator? How do I become a moderator? It, it, it's like, you know, I, I was telling a couple of my guests before, you know, if you don't want to become a player, you try to become a commentator. And if that doesn't work out, you got to find something else. And that something else was like, literally, let me go to a website and I want to become a moderator because I, I guess there's some notoriety that comes with that. But it's always funny. You're absolutely correct. It's like, can I be a moderator? Can I be a moderator? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when um, I, I might have asked the question, because, again, it, it, there's no like, you know, uh, Google even wasn't extensive that extensive back when all this started. Like, hey, if I if I Google, hey, how do I be, be a moderator? You might actually find some good stuff now. But like. Yeah, back then, I think I might have asked someone, like, uh, eventually, like, hey, can I get more involved or could I, could I get mod or whatever else? Yeah, but but yours was different. You were trying to help the community. These people just wanted, the, the you know, the name tag. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they could have been wanting to, to help it as well, but I think it was more so just like, hey, this is new. It's exciting. We have a fancy, maybe a, a logo that someone made or a banner that gets everyone excited but then next week we're going to be at like, where's this excitement going to be at next week when something drops, you know, the, the consistency of keeping up with it. It was hard. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was daily. Like I, I didn't really, um, there's really no, like no day off from it. Um, unless obviously you set something up with, with help, but like just that consistency and like the really, um, it's kind of like a feed because if you're posting this, you know, the, the, the people, internationally that that 
that were already mentioned, they 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 kind of feed in it because they're they're coming to you with stuff. Hell, I I'd be I'd be sent emails from I think uh, McFly on some stuff, and I'd be uh, sent private messages on stuff, and just like that stuff would just fuel me as I'd put that up, and it just kind of keeps it gets the community going, and like it's really it was really cool feeling. It was a really cool feeling when like you post this. And everyone's just like, what's the word for it? It's almost like it's like a gift. Like, oh my god, I didn't know this. Is, yeah. I didn't know this existed over there. This is awesome. And then like this whole engagement process works. No, I know um, exactly what you mean. Especially when McFly. I mean, I'm sure everybody was cool loud out, you know, because oh I mean, the, 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 those videos were so ridiculously awesome. But like you said, when they would drop, everybody's like, man, they, they, like it's like here's a gift. You know, here's something gift wrapped. Enjoy. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, but as far as your your comment of like, of you know, the, those new websites sort of opening up, that that's that's kind of like my mindset to it. It's like you, it, it's going to happen. You know, I did it, they did it, and and so on. So that's kind of how that went. That website, any website that gets to be as big as that, you know, obviously there's going to be some, um, you know, bumps on the road. And something like you said, you know what? That's cool. You're gonna bring open up your own website. So let's be, let's see you be consistent because, and this is a this is a thing with me on this podcast, especially with content creators and a few others like you know commentators. You know, it's a full time job. You say it's your hobby, but it's really a full time job. You're probably not getting paid. You know, I, I really don't know how you know website traffic you know goes into like you know if if you make any kind of money, but eventually you start seeing some cracks in the armor did you uh did you ever take notice uh when it was maybe when um you know kt uh combat toon podcast stopped or when everybody became just a little bit jaded or a lot of the top players became jaded and so basically whatever top players do a lot of the community tend to do uh you know give give us your thoughts on that uh, again did you see any cracks in the armor starting to happen or did you just try to put together a good product as usual now, eventually, with between, um, you'd have uh, Reddit, you'd have Twitter, you'd have people going to YouTube, or they'd have private message threads on the site that, like, they weren't actual uh, threads for everyone to see. There, I, I, stuff that I just heard about, like, for some top players having their own, like, dull discussions, or um, certain top players, like, leaving the forum because of X, Y, and Z. Not only that, but, like, Years ago, Google had cracked down on MK sites. I forget what year it was, but even um, I know MKU was affected at the time. We were affected. I think even yeah, I, I didn't speak to Pat or anything, but like I think TRMK was affected. Just basically, I would go to these websites and they wouldn't have ads displayed anymore, and like they did, but they don't now. Of course, that that hurt as far as like obviously sustainability. Not only that, but if you're if you're losing some members or some activity due to other platforms, then yeah, definitely over, over time that stuff started to happen. And, um, it, it just gets, it got like more, more and more difficult, but also it, again, it didn't, it was a good thing, but it, it also was a bad thing that we were so centralized on NRS games. And when NRS goes quiet, they go quiet. And you have troll Ed Boone who likes to just every now and again post something that's like, it's not news, but like it turns into news and 
And I think the, the, the Twitter threads of some of these things are pretty funny, but like, you know, just like the, the, the waiting game in between of all that stuff, it, 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 it's pretty much up to, it was up to us to get that content and get it posted, whether it was like a, whether it was tournament action, whether it was, um, a combo video or, um, any of that kind of stuff to kind of keep the community active. That was like more of like the grind than anything. Cause some days there was like literally nothing. It didn't matter if there was nothing. I was posting something like, I remember I would go on YouTube and I don't even remember what the hell I would search, but I found, I think it was like a, a UMK three style video that someone had modified to where um, it was like UMK3 characters doing x-rays. It looked really good. <laughs> I remember that. I actually do remember that video. <laughs> so, like, that was posted. But, like, it was a day like that that, like, again, because everyone had maybe gone other places. NRS was just a ghost town as far as news because of just how they usually are. That Those are the times I certainly don't miss because I would, like, stress and just be it's like there's no way in hell that i'm not doing something today i'm gonna find something that's just an example like what i ended up finding and it was pretty cool but like yeah eventually like the cracks in your armor as you as you called it that definitely started happening especially when you have uh i don't even really use discord really at all but like so many people use discord and it's, it's of course it's free and all that other kind of stuff it's got a lot of bells and whistles to it yeah, just uh, um, I don't really know what the forum life looks like anymore. I'm I'm not really on forums ever anymore. You know, if if I was right now, I would probably be going to look to see what other forum softwares have popped up over the years, or what improvements have been made to the current ones to see like what could keep pushing us forward, if that's a possibility. But yeah, definitely some cracks. Let me ask you this. When did it get to a point with you? Because I know you sold the website. You know, that was a big... I think you sold it in, a, what was it, 2020 or 20... I, 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 I forget for... exactly what. Yeah, Robocop, he's, he's the one now. But uh, when was it that it got to you where you basically said, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I love this hobby. I kept this website on um, for as long as it did. I enjoyed my run. Was there a point where it just got to you where you said, I have to move on? I have my family, you know, I know you have a son that you love to play video games with. Was there ever a point that it, like I, like I asked, um, where it, it just got to you and you said, you know what, I, I'm done. This isn't for me yeah. anymore. Oh, there was. A side note, too, and a lot of people, I think, know this already, but my I have a daughter and her name is Sindel. Um, <laughs> really? That's freaking yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, she's, she's seven. So, yeah, she's... <laughs> but yeah as, as far as your, your question goes yeah like there was i don't remember exactly when it was but there was a time where i just got burned out with the website with with everything that was going on so i was basically and crimson shadow can attest to this and i'm apologize to him now and again and again because i would just be like i would just be yoda in exile i just i just left i just you know what at that point I'm still paying the bills, like to, to keep it running. And when something would happen, Crimson would text me and I, I'd handle it. And, but I still wouldn't look at it. I was, and that was like months and months and months. And it might have held, it might have been toward a year. 
Why'd and, you leave? Um, uh, I just got I just got burned out. I just got you know I I got into Fortnite through my son. It was fun as hell. You know, be able to play online, and I my my nephew plays it. Actually, um, I still play Fortnite pretty regularly with my uh my nephew. He's really really good at the game. I'm I'm like subpar, but it's so fun. But like we'll we'll play duos and that kind of thing. It's just a, kind of like a more of a, a family game. And one thing honestly that got me into that was the fact that there at, at the at the time originally was that that game there's no blood. You know when when you eliminate someone, it's they're like. Uh, I don't even know what you want to call it. You just, uh, I mean, I think everyone knows by this time like, right. what happens to someone when you get eliminated in Fortnite. But anyway, so, so I mean, um, it basically sounded to me, you know, like you said, burnout and something yeah, that yeah. video games are, they always have been. You just wanted them to be fun again. You didn't want to deal with the hassle of the competitive community and their weird thinking about how gaming should be. Am I correct when I say that? Well, that and, um, Maybe more so toward, you know, I felt, it was, I think it was a, a lot of things. Like, NRS went toward Reddit. You know, we were almost, like, kind of forgotten. But I felt slighted. It was just, uh, I, in my mind, honestly, I was kind of like, fuck them. Did I you feel backstabbed? Is that what it is? It kind of angered me a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I it's probably a little harsh, but, like, it's out of love. You know, I, I still... Obviously, that they're all still very near and dear to my heart. Actually, um, a story real quick that I'll slide in here that I've, I don't think I've ever told anyone. Um, Tyler Lansdowne, he actually hooked me up pretty pretty big with a, uh, I think it was MKX poster. I actually communicated th to him through email, and I uh, I wasn't able to fly out to you know Chicago for the training to to do this, but I actually sent to his home address he gave me his home address to send this poster to with like a sharpie and everything else and he asked me who all that i wanted to have him sign a poster he got it signed to me and he sent it back to me and it's actually hanging on my wall behind my pc like currently so that's awesome man. He, yeah he, he that was that was awesome um but yeah like uh as far as like the the, the burnout goes it just again i don't remember exactly what what point it got to i think just between everyone kind of like rotating to other platforms and uh, myself, just real life events happening with me, like what, with what I just mentioned, like I couldn't, I couldn't like play Mortal Kombat and enjoy it with my kids around and how, how graphic and stuff it was. I just didn't feel comfortable with that. So like it started to kind of go by the, the, the wayside a little bit. Plus knowing and expecting the MK cycle, like this, this, uh, or injustice cycle, NRS cycle, or whatever you want to call it. Where there's, there's it, it, quiet... it's, it's called the NRS cycle. Let's just leave it there. Well, here we go again. We're gonna be waiting for like a year and a half before like anything happens, and then that game will come out. They'll get, they'll give a shit about it for two years, and like it always. Whenever they like, we have DLC coming out through the end of the year, and like, okay, well, then after that, I guess you're just not gonna give a crap. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um. But no, yeah, um, I, I don't remember exactly when it was that I just felt burnout or I just kind of left it. But I'm sure slowly over time, things started to die off a little bit because I don't, I don't think anyone else really posted to the front end or you know, front page as much as I did. I know Crimson did a really good job keeping up with it as far as and I'm sure others did as well. But yeah. You know, I like to link and you basically to uh, 9.95 Phil. 
he was another major figurehead during that era. And mind you, it's a little bit different because he left, obviously, much earlier than you did. And there was a lot of burnout and a lot of, you know, real life stuff happening. And same with you. I'm sure you loved every moment of it. And obviously, there's parts of it that you hated because not everything is perfect. And let's get it out right now because I'm sure a lot of people will listen to this. Hey, is Storm's ever going to come back? Are you? I mean, back to, I mean, if, if it'd be back to... Uh, Getting involved with the community, you know, whether it be a forum, whether it be, you know, helping out at tournaments. I mean, what, what is your future? I mean, do you even have a future within the competitive fighting game community? Um, I don't know. I, I, I It's funny you mention that because recently I, I've thought about just like not even saying anything to anyone, but just popping up and just showing up at a tournament. And just kind of like hanging out, but I don't know if I'll do that or not. Because whenever that stuff happens, it's usually I might be working or whatever else. But uh, I, I don't know as far as the uh, the involvement goes. Uh, I still I'll I'll still post some things on uh, on Testumite. I know I I posted the uh, Eyeballistic petition there for that game, and there's a few other things that I posted. Not really recently, but you know if if I would get back to a forum, it's definitely going to be that one. Yeah, as far as community involvement, I I completely forgot I gave myself this Twitter like the the Twitter name for it. But on my on my Twitter profile, I'm I call myself like a Netherum ghost, and that's kind of like <laughs> I don't even remember putting that, but it's there. But it it it, it suits me pretty well. So yeah, I, I don't know. Well, we'd have to just kind of see see what this next game does as far as you know if it excites me at all or whatever the hell NRS is doing. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Time will tell. Let me finish it off with this. You know, you you had a long career within this community. Moderator, administrator, helping out with anything that you could. And, uh, you know, your name was synonymous with that website. A lot of people know you. You've networked a lot. I'm just going to ask you this, man. How would you describe your legacy? I mean, I would just hope that it's, like, to further the mk community and you know out of all people in the community that i've just come to like just love and respect the hell out of he's still like the one person that i think of like the most when it comes to mk and that's shock he's uh he's incredible he's like a brother to me and as mm-hmm. far as my i guess i'm pretty modest so i don't know if i'd call it a legacy but um i would just hope that you know that's why i passed tester right on I wanted to make sure that it would continue on for the people that want to use it. Right. Um, right. Because I knew that doing what I was doing was not good. It was, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's online, <laughs> but there was no caretaker or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm, no disrespect to the moderators because I know there were moderators, but as far as like me being there, I wasn't there. So I, you know, I remember asking my wife one day, like, kind of got some feedback from her and you know when i did finally make the decision to let it go it did feel good but as far as uh uh, legacy or whatever else just hopefully furthering the mk community but also uh getting to know our wonderful international folks that was one of the highlights um oh yes those guys and just like branching out of the u.s was just like one of the coolest feelings of all the years that were on there because hell i even uh, I think it was the second year I went to Evo. I actually have photos with, uh, I think I had a photo with Lad Lurker, 
Um, I had a photo with uh, I think it's on my it's on my drive I think, but I, I think my a photo with um, ketchup, mustard. It was foxy, and oh my god, I oh, I can't believe I, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's, I think it? his actual name is Jay Dixon. What the hell did he use for glue? Oh my God, how did I forget that? <laughs> um, did McFly yeah, I ever know. make it over to the States for a major tournament? What's that? Oh, McFly? Yeah, did he ever make it over here? I don't know. I, oh shit, I don't know if he did, honestly. I, I, I almost think that maybe he did, but he just, I don't, I think he did. For an Evo that I wasn't there for, but I don't, I don't think he, um, I don't think he was able to make it to top eight or anything. But I could be wrong. I think he did though. I think it was like the one time because I was excited as hell. I was like, please win. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> well, I mean, because... with those crazy videos, he was able to do it. And by the way, he wasn't well, just no, a honestly, combo. Like... He wasn't just a combo creator, man. He could play. You know, oh it's, my uh, gosh, yeah. He, yeah, he he was ridiculously talented. Well, so like the with Evo, the the main thing that I was actually excited for with any of the the our um, international players is I wanted like I wanted the trophy to break out of the U.S. because the U.S. like you know it was in the U.S. It, w- it would just be a super cool feeling if like someone from another country won the tournament and like right. it just spread that awareness even more. And um, but anyway, someday, someday it'll happen. Well, listen, man, uh, this was a fun, fun interview for me, man. Like I said, I've always wanted to get you on here, you know, just to talk about everything you've done. And I'm pretty sure we uh, covered everything. Um, I'm, I, I, I'll probably have you on for an episode later on for all your loves and dislikes about NRS as a company itself. <laughs> sure. But uh, listen, man, uh, I want to thank you once again. For being on the show uh it was really great pleasure to talk to you that website meant a lot to a lot of people and it still does to this day but you created something out of you know your love for motor combat for the community again i just want to say thank you very much for coming on i appreciate the hell out of your time and um this is a a very fun experience and um yeah, I mean, I, I would love to do it again, so let me know when, and uh, we can we can plan another one and go from there. So, man, thank you. Uh, listen, guys, uh, this was another fun episode of the podcast. You guys know the podcast could be found on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. It will definitely let you know when the episode is going to be uploaded. Follow us on Twitter. This was, uh, once again, uh, Storms, the administrator for uh, Test Your Might. Once again, man, thank you very much. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. I'll see you. And that was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to the show. Take care. This has been a KPB MediaWorks production.